Hello, and welcome to the ITGP Author of the Month podcast. Today I'll be reading an extract from Kai Rower's book, Build a Security Culture. Most of culture may not be so basic, and it is certainly not traced to biology alone. Most culture is learned. One of my favourite examples is how people walk. How can the way people walk be culture, you may ask? That is a fair question, considering that we all walk the same way. We all put one foot in front of the other. So far, I agree. What is different is how we put one foot in front of the other. In the Western world, where I grew up and lived most of my life, we wear shoes. Mostly comfortable shoes, enabling us to thump our heels onto the ground without being hurt, at least not right away. We also wear high heels, which is not exactly a natural way of walking, even if walking on your toe balls and midfoot is considered a natural way of walking. Unconvinced? Come with me to Africa then. Here many people walk barefoot, which means they walk differently from you. Go to Kenya, where some tribes run because they consider walking a waste of their time. Am I getting there? Not yet? Well, my last example is from Asia. In Japan, traditional shoes are made of a plank with two wooden pieces underneath. Walking with these shoes dictates a particular walking style. Instead of lifting your feet, you slide them along the ground, sort of. Still not following me? Wear high heels for one day and I will promise you, you will get the idea. How we walk is learned behaviour. A behaviour dictated by the culture we live in. Your ability to recognise what I mean by my claim about walking is cultural. It is a learned behaviour. It depends mostly on your exposure to different cultures, different people and different places. The definition of culture is the same. Ideas, customs and social behaviour of a particular people or groups as we have seen in the preceding example. Ideas, customs and social behaviour are collections of many things. From how we walk, to how we speak, to how we think and interact. Instead of thinking about culture across borders, let us look closer to where we work. Consider your workplace. Culture is not one thing only, it is the accumulation of many groups of people. The sales department, the accounting department, the IT department, the developers, the builders, testers and so on. Each of these departments has its own more or less distinct culture ideas, customs and social behaviours that belong to that particular department. Together, these subcultures form the company culture and some of these departments are also subdivided into other subcultures. Smokers, the high achievers, the slackers, the coffee drinkers, the problem solvers and so on. I'm sure you can think of others more fitting to your organisation. You, as an individual, are a member of many different groups and more or less abide by each group's cultural rules. In your workplace, you may be working as a mid-level manager, drinking coffee placed in the IT division and be a high achiever. Each of these groups comes with a cultural attachment. Outside your workspace, you also belong to different groups, each with different characteristics, your family, your extended family, perhaps you are a parent, you may be playing sports, each team group you belong to has different subcultures, you're a community member and so on. Each of the groups you belong to follows the same basic principles. They consist of people, the members, policies, the rules this particular group follow, sometimes written and always the unwritten ones, and technology, the tools, methods and models used by this group. 
You can read more about these three elements and how they come together to form and change culture in Chapter 2. Thank you for listening to the ITGP podcast. Please check back regularly for new episodes and sign up for additional news.